Hey, everybody, before this episode gets started, just a reminder and an announcement. A renouncement. Uh, October 14th, the horror show is live at the Salem Horror Fest, SalemHorror.com to buy your tickets. And uh, we are going to be before the screenings of Halloween 3 and Videodrome. Um, so, and it's included in the price of those two movies, which is $20. So I would go for $20. Yeah, I am going. I am going also. <laughs> I'm paying because... I need to make it look like somebody's coming. Um, and then the sec- the second announce the uh, announcement part of the renouncement. Not- what? I don't know, man. I'm out of it. Um, November seventeenth and eighteenth. It's a Friday and Saturday. We will be in Chicago. Holy shit! Illinois at Days of the Dead. Um, we, I don't think we're going to do a live podcast, but I'm going to try, we're not going to do it probably at days of the dead, but I'm working on trying to find something outside of it. So if you're in Chicago and, uh, know of a venue that would host like a little gathering of you folks and us, we have a good, we have a good amount of listeners. And honestly, Chicago might be like one of our like highest density. Yeah. Like, especially for such a small area, like Chicago's big. A big in terms of we have a lot of listeners there. We have a lot in Texas, but they're spread out like right, right. west, east Texas. <clears throat> um, California, we've got a decent amount, but that's a massive state too. Like Chicago is so weird. It's like it is huge. So seventeenth uh, and eighteenth, that's the Friday and Saturday, I believe. We're gonna be out of there on Sunday, so don't don't come Sunday. And that uh, guest that guest list is pretty good. Great guest list. I, Snyder. I, that's who I'm. That's who I'm most excited about. <laughs> Fucking strange land. I will talk about that all day. Yeah. Well, I I won't. I want to just talk about 104 Fest. <laughs> Nick the intern. Dude. The time Nick showed up <laughs> drunk and he sent him home. I will ask. Uh, uh, dude, he's gonna be like Brad to hook this up. Dude, I, I will. I was already planning on it. Uh, but so D. This is still the intro to the show. <laughs> anyway, D. Snyder hosted a radio show in Connecticut for years. Yeah. It was the best radio show up here too. It was the fucking Started best. Started. Every day of middle school, waking up and listening to Agreed. it. Agreed. It was fucking awesome. Like, it was fucking awesome. In an area dominated by Stern, D. Snyder had a massive fan base out here. Yep. And he's best friends with Howard Stern, actually, so it makes sense. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's so can, funny. I can talk about actual episodes that he <laughs> talked about on 104. And he will probably be like, get the fuck Wait, away. What the fuck are you talking and about? why are you in Chicago? <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, but lots of people out there. There's going to be a ton of people, ton of guests coming out and they're still announcing them. So November 17th and 18th days of the dead Chicago. It's at the Chicago Schaumburg Marriott. So come on out. We'll be there. And, uh, we've got a hotel room too. So let's party. Yeah. No, I don't party. Anymore, so. <laughs> unless you have, unless you have like a PS4, you want to play. Let's talk about things. Oh, yeah, let's start this episode.
everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Man, I really like doing the intros with you. Usually I record them by myself. It's so much funnier because it just ends up turning into the episode, <laughs> which is bullshit. Yeah, that's, it didn't take long. <laughs> Talking about hotel rooms and party. <laughs> Fucking the guest list. Yeah, I'm feeling better. Uh, Paul's favorite actress, Feruza Balk, is going to be there. I was feeling down after that injury that I suffered before we uh, started recording. Yeah, Joe dropped a phone on his testicles. <laughs> not to already, not to already get into the dick stuff again. After last week's episode, last week's episode, we got a lot of comments. We talked about uh, semen a lot. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> good news is we won't in Ghoulies too. Bad news is so we got to talk about Ghoulies. I'm so much rather talk about semen. <laughs> Bad news, we have to talk about Ghoulies too. Um which I, I would like to retitle Ghoulie Babies and it'll be like The Muppet Babies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghoulie Babies. <laughs> <laughs> After we were introduced to Ghoulie Dad in this one. Yeah, this was something. This was something. 1987 saw Charles Band's name thrown around a lot. Uh Albert Band directed it, or Albert or Arthur, I forget the guy's name. <clears throat> it's his dad, though. Charles Band's dad? Yeah. Albert. Oh, wow. I didn't know that there was a senior There band. was, yeah, and they're, they're like, that. that's that's why that fucking shitty gingerbread movie is based on um, them. And, and speaking of that, all of his movies have the same fucking theme, which is like, it's always a family business that they... That some like attorney or like um, a lawyer in this was this guy. Oh, no, this guy was an accountant, an accountant, which means whatever. (laughs) It's always somebody that handles money for the company being like, I can't wait to take your fucking business over. Yeah. And the family being like, we'll fight for it. Because it probably happened to Albert so of many times. Of course it did. That's what I'm saying. It's such a fucking, it just pisses me off, though. It's a fucking irritating, all right? Like, I fucking can't stand it. Because it's like, yeah, we get it. You're a broke fucking shitty studio. I can tell by the shitty fucking movie I'm watching. You don't need to, like, fucking rehash it every fucking movie. So this is Ghoulies 2. They were supposed to direct the first one. And then they didn't do it. But it's all under... I didn't realize these were banned movies. They were under their Empire Production distribution label. But yeah. they're not like... I don't think it's like the Puppet same Master as like Puppet stuff, Master. Because yeah. like this shit should be rebooted, Ghoulies, but they don't. I, I have no interest in seeing a Ghoulies reboot. Okay, so let me rephrase. They should not. They should throw away everything that Ghoulies was. <laughs> I agree. And, but I'll take the characters. I, I, I'm glad you said... Would you... <laughs> I will take the the literal look of them. I'm okay Those with been Ghoulie, done I'm okay with Cooley Baby. Oh, you mean Gremlins? Like anything, <laughs> any Muppet Muppetry. I, I, I guess I don't know, man. I, I have a soft spot for Ghoulies just because of the covers. <laughs> I mean, fine, but this movie that's not fine. What, what am I saying? This <laughs> no, it's not fine. I have no soft spot. Why? I'm glad you said this though, because a. This is the third Ghoulies movie that we've watched. It's yeah. Why are the Ghoulies popular? Why are the Ghoulies a thing? Um, I don't know. I, we said that after the first one. We were like, wait. We were like, we wait. said that this two might be the one that we yeah, that we like. We were like, the, the Ghoulies go to college. This is probably the best one. The best one, hundred percent. And well, best is 
<laughs> the best ghoulie movie. Again, best is not the right word. The one that I'd much rather sit through. <laughs> I mean, it's just so weird the way they do these things. And this one, like, it's the, fucking bizarre. This one sucks. Because the, the first, I mean, we hated the first one. Yeah. And I still hate the first I one. I still hate the first one. But the first one at least had a, a somewhat of a story. Yeah. Like, like, like a demon- the whole ritual yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, we got to figure out like where the ghoulies come from. So many people are going to be like, these ghoulies. <laughs> because I was looking online and people love ghoulies too. Like, this is the best one in the series. Like, I don't get it. I mean, I again, I think a lot of this stems from nostalgia. Like we get the stuff we get from nostalgia. By the way, we should say whose pick this is before uh, we destroy it. Uh, Mike Dudley. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Who's probably already turned off. <laughs> uh, thank you, though, Mike. Thank you so much uh, for picking this. Um, you know, though, I don't hate it. Like, I, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. Like, I'm not like, fuck Ghoulies too, But I'm definitely like, ooh, so Ghoulies just never got better, huh? <laughs> like, Ghoulies never was like, because, like, they we, we talked about it in the first one, or maybe it was the third one. Who cares? Um, but we talked about it where, like, this was clearly the response to gremlins mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, let's do the cute monster thing or whatever. And like, like you had a template already, <laughs> two templates that worked gremlins one and two, like that were funny and had months. I think this came out before gremlins too. Oh, did it? Oh, and so the first ghoulies came out the same year, the same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you had this template already for at least Gremlins 1 where you were like, oh, so that's how you like interject the humor into it, like make it fun and cute. (laughs) And they still couldn't do it. Like, like, why aren't these animals like, I don't understand it at all. I I mean, let's get into it because like it it applies better to when you're watching it because there's so many examples that I'm like, like, look here, like, why, like, why are they cooing like babies? But then they're just like not. It makes such stupid noises. They, the, the dumbest noises it's, of all time. Uh, like I would much rather have one of them be like, "Hey, <laughs> like, hey, Charlie," like, like they did talk. in the third one. Just fucking talk. <laughs> yeah. But they even barely did it in the third right. one because that was still our complaint. And the third one was like, they kind of talk, but then they kind of just like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> all I can think about is that scene in part one where he's in the fucking dish making that stupid noise. <laughs> 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 well, we finally get our fucking toilet scene in two. Yeah. It took him almost, it was at the very end. And of- I was so uninterested. <laughs> Dude, I was so, I was actually more angry that they included it and at the end. Yeah. Like, okay, like, so like you, <laughs> okay, let's just. I, I said this to you before we even started recording. This Because you said you didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I've hated way more movies, like movies way more. This is just so uninteresting to me. Like, I'd never sit back and watch it again. And this is the second movie that we've watched in, like, two weeks for the show that at, like, the hour and ten minute mark, my wife just looks up and is like, this is kind of boring, huh? <laughs> what was the last week's? Last week was uh, Don't Breathe. So oh, I, I think right, right, right. I think she said it to uh, the Vincent Price one. Um, oh, she said it to Vincent Price? Yeah. Because I, I would have said it to Don't Breathe because the the 18 different endings. But. She didn't like that either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's like the movie we watched for the show. We've had some rough so picks. Long. By the way, I do want to say, I don't know if I said anything about this, but um, Ashley M. chose Don't Breathe. And I was actually really worried that it was yeah, like. Yeah, we said it. Yeah, no, I know. But I was worried that it was like one of her favorites. And she like messaged me and was like, oh, no, I didn't. 
not like that movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, awesome. Like, it's great. Because <laughs> some people with Patreon picks went the opposite direction and like. Chose movies they love. Yeah. And I was like, don't do that. <laughs> like, don't. You don't want us to break your heart. Like, why do you want that? Like, no one wants that. Um but honestly, all of our fans have like the best sense of humor. Way better than like like I think about this all the time because we've talked about that guy recently that doesn't yeah, like yeah. that was mad at us for the Amityville yeah. review. Like really mad. Well, depressed. Six exact words. Um and that was a Patreon pick from David in the UK, who like loved that episode and like still talks about it and jokes about how we hate it and he loves it. Yeah. I'm like, how do you not get that? You know what I mean? Like that was like this guy's favorite movie and he chose it for us to watch. Like, how does it know? I, 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 it's it's kind of confusing when people don't get it and they're like, what a bunch of jerk jerks, mean guys. They don't like this. And like. All of our Patreon fans have liked it, even though they're like, I really like that movie, but the episode was good. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I'm glad that you, <laughs> they all get the joke. Like, cause it's not like we like sit here and are like, like it's, it's also a fucking movie. Who gives a fuck what we have to say about it? it literally changes your memories zero. Unless we point out how fucking awful it is. <laughs> like, Which we're going to do right now. Yes. Cause Ghoulies 2 has a lot bad. Um, it's so generic. Starts off with like the typical trucker and it's, it's drunk uncle. <laughs> a couple carnies, drunk uncle Ned, who will be introduced to right now, who the dialogue is some of the worst it's shit. It's the magic moon. It's some dude, dude. That's the fullest moon I've ever seen. <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty sure a full moon's a full fucking moon. There's no <laughs> uh, isn't that what the kid says? I think he. I think he does say. I wasn't sure if it was to that line or a different one. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, because they, they talk about a moon for like they talk about this full moon for about five minutes. So, way <laughs> too long. Um, so they're it's a uh, it's this older gentleman, Uncle Ned, and his nephew. I didn't bother writing his name down. I just called him nephew the whole time because that's what his uncle did, and that cracked me up <laughs> because like it was clear that they were like, well, I don't know if people understand that he's the nephew. Like they have, we have to tell them that they're related because this uncle just calls him nephew every scene. Like, come on, nephew. Hey, nephew, what are you doing that for? Um, and speaking of, he goes, if you want to be Larry, Larry, if you want to be a magician, nephew, you have to pay attention to the moon. Of course. So I refuse to call him Larry the rest of it. I just called him nephew the entire time. Um, and it's a truck full of carnies. As we learn, they're about to break down. They got to find a, uh, place to fix their vehicle um it's called uh satan's den satan's den is like the act that this the the, this uncle and his nephew run in the the carney they have like a truck like a huge 18 wheeler yeah yeah and it's gonna break down so they have to find a place so what a perfect spot to just randomly throw your title cards (laughs) because you see nothing (laughs) so then we get title cards (laughs) um then we get a guy like this should have been the scene that Opens it, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's and then the switch. title cards, yeah. and then because the- <laughs> it sets up everything else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a guy is running through the woods um, with a sack that's growling. You can put two and two together and figure out there's some ghoulies in there. I read. Why? I read, How? I read that it takes this place place like immediately. Moments. Yeah. <laughs> moments later. Yeah. We should say that this is moments after Ghoulies One, which. Uh, do you even remember how Ghoulies One ends? No. I think oh, they no, send him back to hell. Because doesn't that guy in a cloak come out? Like, 
<laughs> Holy shit, and they have that battle. Is that the movie? Yeah. Like the big bearded guy? Yeah. That's Gooey. The janitor? That's Gooey. <laughs> Wait, Gooey's is awesome. <laughs> See, guys, this is all you have to do. If you don't, if you, if we make fun of a movie you hate, honestly, just wait six months and then tune back into the episode and you'll probably hear us be like, wait a minute, I fucking love that wait, movie. Wait, wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking Mr. Boogity. Uh, it's like a big electricity battle. No, that's that's it's Ghoulies. It's Ghoulies. <laughs> what, what isn't there also one in Mr. Boogity? Yeah, but Mr. Boogity's that well, shitty green electricity. Are we doing Bride of Boogity this year? All right, we got to talk about <laughs> we're so stupid, it's unbelievable. Um, uh, <laughs> so yeah, this guy has a bag full of ghoulies. Yes, and um, no guy with a beard, no janitor with electrical powers here. Uh, he's just got a bag of ghoulies, big old bag of ghoulies. Um, they see the oh, he's being chased by like the the red Ku Klux Klan. Yes, what the fuck was that, <laughs> dude? I have no idea. Uh, they're chasing him though. Then they also looked like children. It was like the void. I think it was perspective. It was like that. Uh, the perspective was off, so these people looked tiny. Like they never <laughs> showed them. Well, they don't come back in the movie. At all. Oh no, they're gone. <laughs> They just needed to somehow... I guess they're just minions. Like, this is, again, like, this is what pisses me off. So, they, like, Ghoulies 1, I would say, is, like, more of a supernatural movie. Like, yeah. they, I guess, with some comic elements to it. But m- way more of, like, a, like, like a serious, like, we're going to explain the supernatural elements of this. Then they somehow were like, okay, so now we need to transition from that to, um, I guess... You would, I don't, because I don't know what this is. I don't know if this is comedy or not, because it's not good. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that's my problem with it. Like, I would have liked if they stuck with the supernatural element, or if they went to the comic route, but they didn't do neither. It's kind of like this, like in between. So you're saying so, get rid of part two, just go to part three. That's what they should have done. done. Yeah, like, or they should. If you're gonna go over, the, like, I don't understand. Like. I, the, the the idea of this, which by the way, the story is, the ghoulies are a part of a carnival. <laughs> okay, like they they are now living in a carnival, which we're about to get to. I so, I, I know what you're saying, and I agree. Everything's like, set up there. So what? what they could have just been goofy, like, or could have just taken place at the same house and done the same shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. stick with the supernatural, or like go goofy. We'll go goofy. But it's like because the weird, carnival sets you up to be really goof, goofy. Exactly, and then. It's not. It's like super cereal. Super cereal. <laughs> like it's insane. Um, it's weird. It's weird. So these these guys chase them. Um, oh, it's a priest too that's carrying this sack. Yes. Um, and the priest uh, throws the ghoulies into a vat of a vat of acid, <laughs> extremely toxic solvent. That's what's labeled as. Yeah, that's just laying there, smoking. <laughs> I guess it's like bubbling and smoke. <laughs> Uh, he throws them in. Imagine being labeled that. It's maybe toxic solvent. Couldn't you? Like you easily could just put acid or just a biohazard or, symbol. That's it. Or just a fucking vet that's smoking vet and bubbling. bubbling. Yeah. <laughs> um, he throws them in, but then Bat Ghoulie, who we, I don't, I don't think that was in the first one. Bat Ghoulie, I don't think he's in it. I don't know, but that's my note too. <laughs> fucking Bat Ghoulie. Well, they're all fucking animal based. That's so dumb. That pisses me off. And then it pissed me off more when I found the Wikipedia page and like they're called fish ghoulie and cat ghoulie. Wait, are they? Yes. 
<laughs> then I was even more angry because those are all the names I put. And I was like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> that's fucking stupid. They're supposed to be demons. Like, I'm making fun of you naming them this. <laughs> right. You can't take the name. <laughs> fucking jerks. Um, and the bat flies and, like, literally does nothing. And the priest just dives no, head He jumps into the vat. <laughs> jumps into the vat and he's dead. Just in time, the carnies show up. Um, nephew somehow doesn't hear the bat ghoulie up in the corner being like, <laughs> just like, wow, this is weird. Why is it empty? Um, and we watch the, the ghoulies come out of the vat totally fine, unharmed, unfazed. Yep. They get out and they walk. They do that awesome claymation walk, that shitty claymation walk. Did, did they not look worse in this one than the first one? Um, they did look worse. Right. But I don't... So, Mike, one of the things I was thinking is, I think... I don't know if they ever did, like, a lot of full body shots of them in the first one, like this. Like, this one has them, like, walking uh, around. legs and stuff? I don't yeah. think you saw their legs that much. Everything was always, like, half body. They were always, like, coming out of... Coming out of things. Bowls and <laughs> toilets and shit, like... It's really, it's really weird. Um, I mean, it's probably the same level, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, we see our old friends, bald baby, jacked ghouly, cat, Furby ghouly. They're all fine though. There's rat ghouly. Forgot about him. Dog ghouly, um, or lizard ghouly, whatever you want to call him. The soundtrack in this. Did you, you pick up it? on it? No. <laughs> it's awful. Charles Band music fucking sucks. It's always so like... All of them are. Like Puppet Masters is like that. This it, it's, And it is, and he plays it the entire fucking movie. <laughs> like, it never fucking ends. It's, it's It honestly gave me a migraine at one point during this. Like, yeah. I was just like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even stop. Um... So yeah, the ghoulies, they get in the truck and they we hear them talking for the first time or like communicating. They're not talking, but it's just like disgusting baby voices and like it's the so moan that gross. they make when they come out of the vat. Oh my god, it's so fucking gross. Um but they see the van that says Satan's Den, and I guess ghoulies can read English. <laughs> they understand. Because they were like, Oh, Satan. Papa? <laughs> so that makes them uh that makes them get in. And then cat ghoulie starts making fucking cat noises. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Like because it's like meow, meow <laughs> as it's getting in the truck. Um so the carnival's in town, it's setting up. We need uh our our Nemesis, our villain, who I wasn't even sure was a villain until like way later in the movie, because like sometimes he had these like heart of gold moments, right? Like, yeah. he, like I was like, oh, is this guy gonna turn? Like, and then he was just a jerk. I thought he was gonna be the hero. To be I did too. I fucking did too. Because he first came, he was like, I'm gonna take over this, and I was like, this guy's gonna save the day. Yeah, I, it was fucking. He weird. had the look and everything, and sound business decisions that no one agreed with. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this city slicker yuppie kid come, shows up in a, in a sports car. He's the uh, new owner of the carnival. Um, but what does that mean? I don't know. Um, he's the owner of the carnival, but apparently has a really hard time like <laughs> kicking people out of it. And like later they'll, they'll mention that that nephew has like part ownership. 
because he's like, he's like, he, Harden was, this guy's name's Harden. Harden was going to buy me out. I'm like, buy you out? What What does that mean? Like, Also, why would you not take that? Why would you not take <laughs> Not making any You're money. a fucking carnage. Just bring your show somewhere else. Yeah. Get bought out and leave. Um, and this guy comes. He's the new owner, and he's going to have a big meeting. And all the carnies are pissed. And, like, the only thing, I, the way I imagine it, because in the beginning, Uncle Ned kind of talked about it. He's like, oh, who gives a shit? This guy, this new owner owns it all anyway. And he's all bent out of shape. So to me, it seemed like he was a good guy because Uncle Ned seems like he fucking is a drunk that no, fucked the whole thing up. He That's 100% true. Yeah. And he fucked the whole thing up. And then this guy comes in. At least they have fucking jobs. Yeah. Carnival could be gone. Right. And then he's like, I'm going to cut shit that doesn't make money. And everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, if I imagine being like a big businessman and buying a carnival. And having <laughs> and having all these people angry about your decisions. Yeah. They're all like, what the fuck? Because even though he's cutting all of them, it doesn't seem like he's displacing any of them. No. But like, yeah, we'll just do something different. Yeah. He's like trying to find... This guy is the hero. <laughs> he really is. He's <laughs> making sound decisions. The only time he's not... I don't know. Yeah, well, it's weird. We're so, also introduced here to a little person... Oh, yes. Uh, what's his name? One half of Hall Notes. <laughs> or Lionel Richie. <laughs> Whichever is 80s star you prefer to match him to. I'm, if I was good at podcasting, I'd do research, but I'm also 99% certain that he's the uh, elf from Elf. Like like the, the person from like the business room that Buddy the Elf was like, where are you going to go see Santa? And the one with the beard? I think so, dude. Oh, my God. Oh my god! I'm, I mean, I'll look it up. You but. might be right. Holy shit, that would be crazy. Um, and he plays a thespian in this. He plays a Sir, N- Sir Nigel Pennywright. Sir Nigel Pennywright, <laughs> a world-renowned um, Shakespeare actor who is now working in a carnival and dresses up in a gorilla suit for a haunted house in a carnival. Oh, he's one hundred percent not an elf, but oh. he is an elf in the Polar Express. Really? So it all. Works out. Kind of the same. <laughs> same stupid Christmas movie. Um, so Nigel Penny, Penny Wright, he's an actor. Um, he talks like a fucking idiot the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real moron, frankly. Um, he just talks like... I couldn't stand him. This movie is so dull that like... I don't even remember much that happens after this part. Just, well, <laughs> N- Nigel just like talks like constantly, like just like about the most asinine shit too. Um, well, he's furious that he the guy called them freaks, so he's like mad about that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And then he's gonna replace all the freaks with mud wrestling. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 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 I remember mud wrestling was like a hot topic. It's so weird. Like, dude, fucking married with children. Like, talked about mud wrestling every episode. 
Pretty like Al was just like the biggest mother talked about mother wrestling constantly. I, I'm sure that's not the case, but like that's how my memory is of married with children. Like if you ask me key things about married with children, I mean like all like raunchy comedies in the 80s, mm-hmm. like oh, stripes, straight mud wrestling. Yeah. It's not even that. Like they're not even naked in it. They're just covered in mud. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> gross. Like just chicks rolling around in dirt, wet dirt. And everyone's like mud wrestling. Like probably something my mom was furious at. The mud wrestling hype. Some mud wrestling epidemic sweeping. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like, think about that. People were probably like, how am I supposed to raise a kid in this country? <laughs> like, my grandpa was probably fucking furious at mud wrestling. Like, he was probably like, my grandson's fucking world. Like, imagine thinking how, like, edgy you were because you went to mud wrestling matches. Like, yeah. yeah. I've never associated with someone that regularly attended mud wrestling. No. I'm trying to think about which of our friends would like <laughs> All <wrestling>. of them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, back to this. So Satan's Den is the haunted house. Um, one of the Carney girls... <laughs> this is one of those movies that's plagued with, um, like, just throwing in characters when they need to. <laughs> but never ex- like we don't care about them, right? Right. Like that's oh, every that's 100%. that's every kill in this movie is like, well, we need somebody <laughs> to fucking die because this girl just shows up and she dies, and like later they find the body and they're like, it's Donna, and I was like, who the fuck is Donna? <laughs> and frankly, I didn't really even know until I just read these notes. Like, I, I, re- I vaguely remember this because this woman just is like, all right, I'm going out. And all the girls are like, oh, see you later. And like the kills take place in the same setting too. It has that big swinging, what do you call that thing? A pendulum? A pendulum, uh, but it's like, like an, an axe, axe pendulum. pendulum. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's, <laughs> it's always in the same position. <laughs> <laughs> you are 100% correct. The, all the kills take place in the same room in Satan's Den, which is like this fake torture. So Satan's Den is like a haunted house you walk through and it's got like these sets. Yeah. Uh, but the only set you ever see is this like medieval torture chamber set up. And literally every kill takes place. There. And and like I'm pretty sure that the swinging pendulum was supposed to be suspenseful, like it's getting lower and lower. But it it, must, it lowers like a half an inch the entire movie. Yeah, like, uh, it it's supposed to be suspenseful, but it is terrible. <laughs> it is so fucking bad. Um, also, you know what else is really bad? Um, so one of the Carney girls um, goes out. But like she like loses her cat or something, or does she just hear the cat? Or no, she's yeah, she has a cat. She That's had, what I she thought. brought a cat because she was holding it, <laughs> and then it I like thought. runs away, and she's like, "Where are you?" And then that idiot cat Gooly is like, "Meh." <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I was just reading my notes, and I was like, because <laughs> I got confused. I, I have like cat with a question mark, and I was like, "Oh, she probably didn't have a cat," and the cat Gooly was just, just like, like yeah. meowing, and no, she was that like, would "Oh, why is there so a much sense?" <laughs> or or you saw a stray, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, she's holding. It. She's, she's holding a cat, and it run, her real cat runs away, and then cat Gooly. He fucking <laughs> fakes her out with his, with his awesome cat sounds. And so Cat Ghoulie's like, meow, meow. Um, and, and then she goes looking for him. And not only does this fucking Ghoulie, like, not, like, just, like, 
be a monster and eater and killer. It grabs, it grabs one of those old like barbers. Straight razors. Yeah, straight razors that barbers use. And you fucking keep like flicks it open. Like you see a close up of a ghoulie hand flicking a razor. Don't they have claws, right? Yeah. They, they, also, it's a cat. It's a cat. <laughs> And it opens up the straight... It kills this woman with a straight razor. Like a fucking 1950s ruffian. Like, oh, are you, you are like spawns from hell. Like, that's all you have is like... Uh, Wish she was wearing a zoot suit. Dude, uh, you... <laughs> Like, that's the ghoulies I want to see, though. Like, that would be better. Like, he grabs that, and then all, for no reason, he's just like... <laughs> with the big chain. He's got, yeah, pocket. he's got, like, a big fucking pompadour greased up. <laughs> he's like a T-bird. Like, <laughs> that would be so much better. Um, so he kills her with a straight razor, or he slices, slices her leg. She goes down. Then all the ghoulies come out and just, like, start nibbling on her <laughs> fingers and toes. And she's like, <laughs> instead of, like... All she had to do was stand up. Overpower all of them. <laughs> and they're just like suckling on her fingers and toes. <laughs> and then the cat, like you're like, oh, now they're going to eat her. But then the cat gets up and he's still got the straight razor and fucking kills her with the straight <laughs> razor. <laughs> oh, fuck. It was un... un uh, oh, man, it was insane. Uh, drunk Uncle Ned tries to pull out of a rabbit out of his hat. He's, he's like walking around drunk. The rest of the movie, all Uncle Ned does is walk around drunk talking to himself, being like, Fucking carnival, fucking ghoulies. <laughs> like, so he's talking about magic, of course. Um, and he, he's, what was his name? Fausto was that his ma- great, magician name? Yeah, yeah, Fausto. the great Fausto. And he uh, he pulls a he goes. He's like, well, I'm gonna pull a rabbit out of a hat, and he tries to do it. And he pulls out a fucking ghoulie. <laughs> um, he starts running. He finds Lionel. It would have been cool if they named it Mephistopheles, because because Faust. It's from that play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they, they could have... That's actually cool that they named him that because he's summoning demons. Yeah, yeah. But they did nothing with it. Uh, there's something else in this. I, I, I'm drawing a blank on what it is, but it's similar to that where I was like, why didn't they do that? I, I forget what it was. I, I'll, maybe I'll come to it. Um, but Lionel Richie shows up and uh, he, he tells Lionel <laughs> Richie... Um, He's like telling him all about this ghoulie, and then the nephew comes in. So like, stop ne- dancing on that ceiling. <laughs> nephew, Doing it all night long. The nephew's like, <laughs> the nephew, the nephew is like so fucking. This nephew goes from like zero to a hundred in like a split second. He's got some real anger problems because he just comes in like he's been nothing but calm, cool, and collected. This movie, and he walks in, and he's like, "You're an old stinking drunk." One hundred percent true. <laughs> It's well warranted. Oh yeah, I agree. But then, and then, fucking uh, little Lionel Richie is like, is like, like the way he talks in this. I can't even explain it. Like, just watch it. Just because the way he talks is so funny. He's so like soft spoken and just like, and he talks in that shitty fucking dialect, like Shakespearean. <laughs> so everything's like, oh, that's the like. He's like Uncle Rumple kind of, and, and he's like. Can't you see he needs help? He's sick. Dude, this guy's acting his fucking balls off. Playing a guy that acts his balls off. Um, but it's it's tough to watch. Um <laughs> Harden, the uh yuppie. We see him trying to make it with the uh dance one of the dancing ladies, who again they were like, like I was like, do I, am I supposed to care that he's like Trying to yeah get close to this girl. Nagling all. Also, isn't this movie almost over? 
<laughs> my notes are pretty short for a movie that we do. Um, but no, there's plenty. There's a good, no, no, I mean, but, but like, we're usually like, at the halfway mark. No. What? We're like at 30 minutes, man. That can't be true. And, yeah, because you got the fucking idiot kid with the tunes that we're about to meet. This is the long. This is the longest stretch right here. What what happens now, which is insane, because it's the most. It's the meat of the movie, and it was. It was long and boring. That the whole movie was. And I'm talking about they kill like four or five people. No, not that many. Three or four, maybe. They kill three or four people in this next like hour <laughs> and it's so it's like you couldn't care less about what happens no and again it's all in that same setting mm-hmm. yeah um so satan's den is opening it's that night as we said um everyone's jobs on the line so everyone needs to like perform their best all the acts are pulling out all the stops because he's going to cut the worst performer of the the carnival um so we see a couple asshole kids go into there. Like they're like, "This ain't fucking scary, man." And they're like little kids, and then asshole teenagers who are basically saying the same thing. And the guy's like, "Hey, man, you can't bring that stereo in there." <laughs> and he's like, "I don't." And his buddy's like, "He doesn't go anywhere without his tunes, man." And I was like, "Well, that's a weird choice to say tunes about a boombox, like or stereo or anything." They refuse to call it anything but tunes <laughs> the entire fucking movie. It is obnoxious. Um, oh, man, he doesn't go anywhere without his tunes. So uh, the kids are going around shitting on all the displays. These kids ain't scared, though. No. They're just fucking kicking things, <laughs> being real assholes. Uh, and then they run into Rat Ghoulie, who fucking <laughs> blows snot all over the kid. <laughs> Which I still don't understand the purpose of. It's not even a rat thing to do. It's not. It just blows fucking snot all over him. Um, so then the kid's like, hey, fuck you, ghoulie, and throws a ninja star at its face. And it hits it. But then it just eats it. And they're like, oh, man. Like, first of all, you shit your pants if that happened. And they're like, we got to go tell everybody. And they leave. And they come back with literally the entire city. <laughs> <laughs> like they come back with hundreds of people who are like who all believe two 11 year olds that they saw a rat eat a ninja star <laughs> to be fair i would probably go check that out too <laughs> i would absolutely 100 percent not believe an 11 year old if someone just came to you right now and was like i just watched this rat eat a ninja star you wouldn't if be you like snot at me i'd be like you're fucking high but you would also go to that area yeah probably <laughs> yeah. I'd be really scared though. Um, no, you wouldn't because you wouldn't believe it. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, the teens in the Satan's den dancing to rock and roll, <laughs> little little heavy metal. They're, they're fucking trash. Um, <laughs> but Bat Ghoulie flies in, <laughs> attacks one of them, smashes his tunes, and he yells, It broke my tunes. <laughs> It broke my tunes. Um, and then he yells, I'm leaving and bringing my tunes. <laughs> this guy sucks. They're all terrible. It's the worst depiction of teenagers <laughs> ever. Um, <laughs> they leave. Uh, so two, two of the teenage, it's two couples. Got two, two couples. <laughs> One couple leaves. The other stays. And then Ratface shows up again. 
and blows snot all over their faces. <laughs> blows snot. And it glues their face together somehow. Like, they can't separate their face. They were kissing. And it sprayed snot all over them. And now they're stuck together. Um, and outside, the kids have created, like, this, like, not-so-angry mob that just want to see a ghoulie. Uh, and the kid doesn't care because they're going to be, like, the highest-grossing. So he's like, oh, man, what a killer night. Yeah. Dude, no one wants to see your shitty fucking Satan's den. Like, how would you how would you even think this is normal? Also, the uncle at this point has been being like, you're going to do my bidding, yelling that a lot. Oh, has he? I don't know. So. He's an idiot, that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, some We see another guy that not introduced to again. Like, and he's like, oh, man, it's Jimmy's tunes. Like. And I was like, who the fuck is this fucking guy? <laughs> and Cat Ghoulie grabs a switchblade knife. He's he's upgraded from the straight razor to the switchblade. Yes. And um, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead via switchblade. So we have two deaths so far, killed by supernatural beings from hell, and they've been murdered by, <laughs> by, by <knives>. small knives. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? And how is no one just throwing these things around? Because later they, they, them. they like they they do that later. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I just got so mad at the end of this movie because the ending honestly fu- fucking infuriates me. Okay. Um. So now we got two deaths at the hands of the ghoulies. Harden shows up. He's wondering why Satan's uh, den is doing so well, and uh, the kid's like magic. I'd be like, all right, kid. Um, <laughs> inside the kids are showing the entire carnival the ghoulie. <laughs> like they're all circled around the ghoulie, and then they all start chanting. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I love this movie because they all start chanting "rat." rat. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I didn't laugh one no, bit when that was happening. No, but now that you say that, it's so asinine. <laughs> did I, dude, if we, again, like, let's talk about it again. Like, if we, so we followed this kid, because he was like, hey, I found a rat that eats ninja stars. <laughs> and of course, we bite along with the rest of the town. If we saw it, there's like, like a 99.9999% chance, chance we start the rat it, chant. Yes! <laughs> dude, rat, rat, rat. That is so fucking funny. Buzz would lead that so fast <laughs> chanting rat I'm crying I'm starting to cry screaming at the little so thing that's so funny <laughs> that little rat and like it's so funny cause the rat ghoulie at this time during this is like not, it's kinda like minding it's own business isn't it just like setting shit up like they'd like cram that mummy in the coffin or whatever and like the rat's just like doing shit <laughs> It's like a zoo, and they're just chanting. Right. Like, imagine a hundred people at the zoo just chanting. <laughs> like, bear, bear, bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm do that the next zoo. I think I might do. <laughs> Go to every exhibition. <laughs> Tina would be so. Tina would just wait in the car. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, well, during that they are they're they're concealing a crime. <laughs> they're they've mummified because there was a mummy in the exhibit, and they took the guy that they just stabbed to death and mummified him, uh, and stuffed him in a mummy coffin, pretending to be the fake mummy. Uh, 
Have you ever, this is a legitimate question, <laughs> as a monster in a movie, a, a supernatural being, like not a monster, like a supernatural from hell, from the depths of hell, in a movie ever tried to cover up their crime? <laughs> Why are demons from hell being like, we got to hide the evidence? It's a fantastic point. I did not think of that. Yeah. Why are they doing that? We gotta hide this fucking body. The cops are gonna come. Using burners. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, like don't use your phone. Yeah. Ever destroy it. Break your phone. They're all just snapping their phones. Oh my god. Holy shit. Oh, it's so fucked, dude. Planet on Uncle Ned. <laughs> oh, you have all four burners. <laughs> oh man! Again, a way better movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So Harden, uh, we're, we're back to Harden, who's still working over this dancing girl that we don't really understand or know about. Um, and he's like, "Oh, come to my trailer. I took Nigel's trailer." Not a great selling point to like their best friends. <laughs> Go up to some girl's best friend, and be like, "I kicked your friend out of his home." <laughs> Would you like to I'm come with it. me? <laughs> yeah. um, she agrees, though, because he, he kind of has a little secret of hers. He knows, which is like the worst secret of He knows that she's a trapeze artist. <laughs> which she's like mortified by. Like She's like, how do you know that? <laughs> what a secret. <laughs> this movie's so stupid. Um, so they go into the... the um, also, if you were a trapeze artist, wouldn't you like... Tell everybody. Make a lot of money off it. Yeah. Well, the reveal later is insane. <laughs> the reveal later is great. Why she doesn't do it anymore. But um, <laughs> so they go into this trailer um, and uh, like you get the feeling that Harden's the bad guy again <laughs> and he's going to put the moves on her. She's going to say no. And uh, he, <laughs> she's like, think you can fit in that bed, Mr. Harden? And he looks, and it's a little person's bed, so they're just making wise. And, like, he kind of makes a face like, oh, okay. So you're like, oh. So she just put him in his place. But then he's like, have a seat, Miss LaFay. And he picks up a little person's chair, and they both get a big kick out of that. <laughs> like, also, look how stupid and little this trailer is. <laughs> also, they, they knew that because yes, he kicked the, him out of there. <laughs> he told her that. Yes. And, and it turns out, like, and then they get a good laugh. So like, then you're like, oh wait, I think this guy might be good. Why did you think that? Well, I mean, besides being an, <laughs> He's asshole, an asshole, but like, her, like Lafay <laughs> was a good guy, and like she's also cracking jokes. So I just guess that was fine. But like, there was something about like, like he wasn't being like a rapist. So I was like, oh okay, maybe, right. maybe he's maybe he's a he's generally trying to woo her. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and then you know our boy nephew. <laughs> He he comes, he he ends up coming by the trailer also, and he sees her leaving, and it's clear to us that they just talked, because whatever. But he's like, oh, man, they just fucked. So I'm like, oh, like, so they didn't even fuck, and I, like, I, this Harding guy <laughs> seems like a stand-up guy. <laughs> Besides displacing the Besides people. displacing the little person, <laughs> and like, uh, and yeah, I mean, he's a little bit of cold-hearted businessman but i feel like it's really to that drunk okay and satan's den mm -hmm. and the poor little person but <laughs> let's not forget oh man so um the cops show up 
with the kids who lost their tunes. And again, he makes sure to say, like, my friends in there and my tunes. <laughs> I wish they're all everyone was still chanting a rat. That's what the cops arrived to. Dude, I would still be in there chanting rat. Um and then uh, Harden's there and he's like, I don't know anything about your friend or your goddamn tunes. What would you do to, what would you say to someone who just kept calling a stereo tunes? Why are you saying that? <laughs> Why do you keep calling it that? Because that's what I had in my head too. Like I was like, Somebody eventually should just be like, why, why are you saying tunes? Like, are you from this country? No, it, it would be like, um, you remember when that guy would go to NFL games and like talk 1930s? Like, hey there, chap. Like, I think it was Tom Brady. I was like, why are you talking like that? I mean, that's, that's what you would say to him. <laughs> You'd just be polite about it. Um, yeah, so the cops are there. Harden pays them off. And he's like, I've just talked to this police officer and assured him that there's no tunes and no man in there. Um, and the cop's like, are you sure no one's in there? And uh, nephew says, nah, no one at all. And at that moment, Uncle Ned is in there, fiddle fucking around. Uh, oh, yeah, we forgot to we forgot to mention that because there was a cut scene in between where drunk Uncle Ned is just wandering around Satan's den closed. And you say you don't hate this movie, but I've never heard you say fucking so much. <laughs> and he he starts yelling at a ghoulie. <laughs> and then Bat Ghoulie knocks the light out of his hand. And and we see Cat Ghoulie has the switchblade. Like, <laughs> that's like, our setup. Can you imagine being so drunk that you're just yelling at ghoulies without batting an eye? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you're just like, you fucking, you fucking piece of shit. You stupid ghoulies. I hate you. <laughs> That's a life. Uh, um, so this kid's uh, nephew says, you know, no one's in there at all. And then just at that moment, Uncle Ned turns on the circuit breaker from inside. Um, and the whole carnival like lights, lights up. up. So, of course, the cops are like, oh, we are going in. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Uncle Ned finds, like, the smallest little mangler book. Like, dude, <laughs> he pulled a ghoulie out of his hat, right? Mm -hmm. You think sure did. all of a sudden he pulls out this book and he's like, all right, demonic, <laughs> demonic. He's expulsion. also drunk as fuck. He's so drunk. Why would he be reading the book? <laughs> so drunk. Dude, I, I remember, like, being drunk sitting at my computer, like coming home from a party and like sitting at my computer desk and trying to focus on the screen and just being like, holy shit, like I cannot read this. I can't read these yeah, words. Yeah, because we had to communicate via, uh, what was it called? AIM? AIM. <laughs> it's so hard to type like, using one finger. I was like, I remember vividly, like, even, no, I would go home like after a party and just like... <laughs> Browse the interwebs. Yeah. But I would just be like scrolling and be like, I'm not reading anything. Like, I'm just looking. <laughs> Every time and you get the spin drop. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, though, he's reading a little Mangler book. Um, and he's like, De expu demon expulsions. That's got to be it. A little Mangler why, book. <laughs> why, is this, why is this book language? It's so small. It's like a fielder, field guides, a field what do they call those? Like a field guide uh, to birds. Like they're like tiny and like you, you like bring them out with you, like field guide to camping. Like they're small because they fit in your pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, that's what the size of this thing is. Sorry to go off topic. What trailer did we just see that had a mangler expert in the trailer? Oh, shit. Was it that happy death day? Y yes. Was it? 
Yeah, I think so. Or it was the trailer before that. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> no. It, uh, it's something where there's just a guy that's like, well, this is happening. No, explained it, it. it was Happy Death Day. Because he was like, yes, it was Happy Death Day. Because he was like, you're reliving the same day and you got to find this killer and kill him. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and you're yeah. like, how would he fucking know that? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's holding a book also. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure the story involves him being like, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, the, it, it's a movie about witches. And the guy has a book on witches and is like, fuck. Wait, we saw a trailer on witches? Yeah, you wouldn't know because it was so fucking stupid looking. <laughs> It was so dumb looking. Um, Wait, was it unfriended or friend request? Yes, yes. That was about witches. Turns out, thanks to the Mangler expert in the trailer, correct. It is about witches. Somehow. That's that's what he was from. Yes, a hundred percent, guaranteed. Cross my heart, hope to die. I, <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee it because I was so infuriated by the trailer so, to begin with. Are we going to see it? Of course. <laughs> and to to to. I was so mad to begin with, and then. It cuts to this mangler expert holding a book, and it's a movie about a friend request, like evil friend requests that kill you, or something. Yeah, but she unfollow. It didn't. Doesn't she unfollow the person? Yeah, and that's like. But there's already a movie called Unfriended. Is it, wait, is this called Unfriended or Friend Request? Oh, this is called Friend Request. <laughs> but isn't there isn't there a movie called Unfriended? There's like three of them like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So shit, whatever. But anyway, a Mangler expert pops up in the trailer because the trailer makes no. Because you're like, what the fuck is this movie about? And the Mangler expert shows up and is like, a million years ago, witches and blah blah blah. And he's talking. And I'm like, is, is am I supposed to believe that somehow witches are involved with like a cursed Facebook page? Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm sold. I can't wait. It's insane. Yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. I, I, glad it took us like 15 minutes to figure that puzzle out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, back to the beautiful ghoulies. Uncle Ned makes a pentagram, reads the book. He's going to get these ghoulies back to hell. Um, and the way to do that is by making a pentagram on the ground with your blood. Well, that's not required. Well, he like, just uses. What have these ghoulies done to him except like be present to make him want to send them back to hell? <sighs> so nothing. Okay, <laughs> they're they're kind of a little bit menacing, and even in this scene, but he's just like walking around like ah, God, dude. Boy. In this scene, like he's doing this shit, and the ghoulies are just standing around him, and he sees them. It's not like they're like hiding, but he doesn't know that they've killed anyone, right? No. And they're not doing anything to him. Right. They take forever to kill this fucking guy. <laughs> like, they, actually, at this point, they've jumped him because that's why he's got blood on him. And that's why he. Okay. Uses it. Okay. But I'd run the fuck out of there. And he's just hanging out in Satan's den. And the ghoulies are all around him. And he sees them. Like, they're like by his feet, but not. They're like a distance enough that they're like, it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> and the ghoulies are just taking their time and they're like watching him. And I'm like, what? He's about to send you guys back to hell. Like, anytime at this point, you should probably want to kill this guy. Right. Because you're monsters and you can. Or you could just use a switchblade, which they do. <laughs> Kekuli stabs him with the switchblade. He's done. <laughs> That's the end of Uncle Ned. Um, oh, wait. No, Uncle Ned gets up after that. Sorry, I bad. forgot about that. I forgot. Uncle Ned gets stabbed and you think he's dead. And then he gets up and he's like, oh, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> and then... Um, the cat ghoulie chews the wire like a fucking cat. <laughs> and they have such a hard time killing this guy, man. Like, 
They just have the most difficult time. Uh, the cops show cops are searching the place. They find dead Uncle Ned finally. Hardin's like, oh man, uh, if I were to guess why he died, he's drunk. <laughs> He has a giant wound on his neck, <laughs> like the biggest, bloodiest wound on his neck. And he's also the most breathing dead guy I've ever seen. <laughs> the actor sucked at holding his breath. Dude, guy was breathing so hard. <laughs> like, looked like he ran a marathon before he filmed the scene. <laughs> ran around before lying down. <laughs> um, Lionel Richie tries to comfort nephew and uh, gets yelled at and gets sad. <laughs> Quote Shakespeare and leaves. <laughs> it's a trend. Um, nephew's just moping around because his uncle's dead. So I guess he's ex-nephew now. <laughs> well, no, he still has nephew. <laughs> um, him and the lady, the dancing lady, go to get coffee. So we finally get some background on this woman that we've, I guess we're supposed to care about. Um, she tells us, so... Nephew is like, you don't understand what I'm going through. She's like, well, okay, let's get some coffee. And he's like, all right. So they go and get coffee. And then she she explains that she was leaving the trailer because he was t- trying to persuade her into doing that tightrope act. And um, he's like, well, why don't you do that? And she's like, well, she tells a story about her and her brother used to do the tightrope act together, and the brother... Was it tightrope or trapeze? It was tightrope? What's the difference? A trapeze is what you swing. Tightrope is what you just walk on the rope. Yeah, it's tightrope. Okay. Because she said they rode their bikes on it and shit. Okay. And they would pass each other. And uh, how he plummeted to his death. And she's like, yeah, I slipped and he slipped, and I grabbed onto the rope. And then I just sat there and watched him as he fell to his death and he missed the net. (laughs) And she's like, see, uh, see, so I do know what you're dealing with. And I was like, honestly, if he told me you don't know, you don't know what I'm dealing with. And that had happened to me in my past. I would have punched him. I would broke his nose. (laughs) Not like, oh, yeah, see, so we are the same. No. An old ass, your old ass uncle dies. Comparing that to your brother plummeting tragically to his death at a young age. Yeah. Way different. (laughs) Way fucking different. (laughs) One was attacked by ghoulies while he was fucking pissed drunk. (laughs) Piss fucking drunk instead of running away. He's just trying to bend off ghoulies and read books. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So the kid shows up to Satan's den. And this is when the movie really starts taking a fucking turn for me. Like, from like, because like, also I'm like, what is anything funny going to happen or fun? (laughs) Like, we're in this carnival setting and like nothing as good is happening. No. It's just like, it's so bland. You're in this awesome setting and they've used it zero. They use it in the last like four minutes of the movie. And it's great. Chainsaw, um, a fucking chainsaw. What? <laughs> Skin your ass, ass raw. Uh, what? Uh, God damn it. <laughs> we, we both have ADD. Um, so he shows up and Hardin's like, "Hey, I got a court order saying you can't run Satan's den anymore." <laughs> what would that ever cross your mind to write into a script that a judge was like? 
You can no longer run that carnivore. <laughs> no, get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? And he owns the carnival. Just fucking fire him. Exactly. <laughs> All that is so unnecessary. I don't understand what's like, get happening. Get your shit out of here. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. And he's like, so he's got a court order. He's like, court order says different. Or like the court <laughs> order of Greensboro says different. And I'm just like, this is mental. This is the most mental thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's frustrating. Like, I don't know, man. It's so weird. It's like over, like over explaining everything. Like all he had to do was come out and be like, pack your fucking bags. Your fucking uncle died in here. You made a mess. <laughs> Get the fuck out. That's honestly way too many words. <laughs> he owns the place. Shut him down. And he hates this place so much. And even the kid says that at one point. Because like after he shows him his tickets and the guy's like, good night. Like that was a good night. But uh, I'll believe it when I see you do it again. And the kid's like, why don't you just get rid of us already? Because that's what you've already decided. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Please do. I'm sick of watching this kid whine. <laughs> and his mutt uncle whining. <laughs> um, uh, so the nephew just barges in, uh, ignoring the orders of the court, <laughs> the court order. Um, <laughs> and he finds Nigel in a trunk. In a trunk, like a luggage trunk. Yes. And he's rambling about demons now. Now, we have not seen Nigel interact. Uh, maybe we did see. I don't know. I'll take that back because somebody will correct me. Uh, <laughs> and then the nephew literally gets jumped by every ghoulie. Mm-hmm. In the mo- Something the ghoulies have failed to do time and time again with every victim. They all just leap on this guy's face and chest and just start biting the shit out of him even though the next scene he has one scratch on his <laughs> chest they're like biting his face and shit like this kid is like fighting for his he should life. be mangled yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> imagine one normal cat like jumping on your face and clawing at you. yeah you're right you're right um Nigel runs out and he's trying to get people to help. And he's like, please help me, says. Like, please, there's demons in there. And then everyone just calls him like a twerp and is laughing. <laughs> They're picking him up, which is like the most insulting thing, right? Like, I, I'm sure that is the most insulting thing for little people to like to get picked up. And like, oh, I'm sure. They're like passing him around. And I'm like, oh, this is like, yeah. Ch- like, I, I don't even, I felt so uncomfortable watching that. Like, especially because they were like younger kids doing it. Um, yeah. Inside the nephew still has ghoulies hanging from him. So he throws himself into an electrical panel, electrocuting all the ghoulies, but not but himself. <laughs> also, how do the ghoulies, like, why would that affect them but falling into a vat of highly toxic waste? So that, that's why I hate the fucking end of this movie because. <laughs> I I hate this movie so much. I hate this movie so much. I I love how at the beginning I was like I don't hate this movie. This movie sucks ass. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so bad. It's just because it pisses you off so much. Like because there's so much good stuff you could do. Because the end just burns me up so bad. Because it was so goddamn lazy. It pissed me off. It didn't piss me off because I just I was so bored, dude. Yeah. Well, I loved this scene though. The scene made me laugh out loud really hard. Uh the nephew gets his um 
his Armageddon moment. You know, in Armageddon, when uh, I can't wait for this to not apply, just like the Big Daddy reference. <laughs> <laughs> this Armageddon moment where, you know, when like Bruce Willis, like, caught, like, they're like, like, they get Bruce Willis and they're like, we want you to do this. Here's your team. And they're all like nerds. And he's like, I can't do this with them. I need my boys. And then, like, it's like montage of like getting everyone. Like, that's what this is. It's like this this, this nephew's like running, and he's like <laughs> he's running up to every Carniac. And he, <laughs> the way he says it is so funny. He's like he's going, he's running so fast. And he's like trouble at the den. Let's go the den, the den. And like every Carniac he runs up to is like like there's like a sword swallower, and he's like. Ooh. And he's like, Ooh. and he like throws the sword and like starts running. And then he runs up to this other guy. He's like, trouble at the den. We got to go grab your piece. And the guy's like, you got it. <laughs> Everyone's like mounting up to like meet at the den. Yeah. And then the last one he goes to, he's like, he's like, trouble at the den. And the guy's like, hey, hang on. And he, re- <laughs> he reaches under the counter and throws a gun at him, which he catches. And thank God, because somebody would have been murdered. Grabs the gun, but he throws it like over the thing. <laughs> Just throwing guns around at the carny. Um, yeah, they run in inside the ghoulies are literally torturing teenagers. Like with like they are in like the, the oh yeah. The Maybe, pulleys. Yeah. Like not drawn quarter, I don't know, but similar. The but stretching devices. Stretching devices. Yeah. And it has the, 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 the pendulum <laughs> above him. Um, yeah, uh, and the carnies save the teens. Why were they doing that the whole time, the ghoulies? I don't know what I even agree with. Like, either the ghoulies are going to be weaponized, and that's what they want, or make them monsters. I don't care. No, no, that part I agree with, but, like, they weren't terrorizing. Like, why weren't they just terrorizing everybody in that place oh, the whole I don't, time? I don't know, because they were, like, cleaning up murders, I guess. <laughs> it was so weird. And that's what I that's what I mean. Like, the end gets frustrating, because we're about to see, like, the coolest segment in here. Mm-hmm. With 20 minutes left in a movie, they're finally going to give you... What you would have paid money for if you knew what it was about, which you don't based on the cover. So, <laughs> like, I mean, no one rented this being like, oh, I can't wait for the carnival scene with the ghoulies. Like, yeah, yeah. but if you did think that, you'd have to wait an hour and 15 minutes to see it. That's fucking bullshit. Um, but these guys beat the ghoulies by, like, just, like, throwing shit at them and s- hitting them with clubs and bats and swatting them away, and they saved the teenagers. Ghoulies are still barfing snot for no reason. Still plays no role in this. They're just <laughs> doing it for fun. Um, Harden shows up, and he does not. He's like, "Ghoulie, ghoulies equal green, baby, <laughs> right?" <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, "I want those ghoulies." Like, that's why people are coming in here, and they're gonna make me a ton of money. And everyone's like. Oh, we gotta, we gotta get him. And he's like, I'm not responsible. Like, oh, they're like, people are like, they're murdering the guests. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not responsible. I'm like, you are. You are. <laughs> it's like having a, a a a a trailer with a lion in it and being like petting zoo in here. <laughs> and when the lion kills them, you're like, it wasn't me. It was the it's lion. Like owning anything and having somebody die in it and be like, well, it's not my responsibility. <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then we see like the biggest hole ever in the wall and the ghoulies walk out 
<laughs> like totally unstopped and then it cuts and we see everyone just standing watching them leave and they're like no one's doing anything everyone's like oh there they go out to terrorize everyone else and where the hole in the wall came from I don't understand but um it's so weird um the ghoulies now are doing like silly shit like playing carny games and scaring people playing carny games and we have 20 minutes left and all this is happening they're they're, they're scaring people um a couple good ones the cat the, the the boxing machine like the test of strength yeah. that you punch it this scene makes no this is almost written by somebody that may have never seen how one of these machines work <laughs> i don't even understand this thing because this guy does it wins leaves then we see cat ghoulie jump in a boxing glove and we see this guy he's walking away for like a minute like he's so far away from the 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 thing now and cat ghoulie just jumps in the air and must fly a hundred feet and punches the guy in the back of the head who's like and falls over and then cat ghoulie somehow lands back by the machine and gets out of the glove and like walks away and then uh drunk uh the dunk tank baby ghoulie Who's actually fish ghoulie, I guess, but I call him baby ghoulie. Got sick abs. Um, sick abs. This is the first and last time we see like real gore in the movie because the clown goes in the dunk tank and then starts struggling and then gets up. And he's got no fucking arm. Baby fish ghoulie bit it off. Um, and the most vicious scene in the movie, the bumper car scene where yes. the woman, there's two ghoulies on the bumper car track. One is under a woman's seat. She looks down, sees it, is so startled, she stands up in the car and runs into like <laughs> runs into the pole that like is in the car. <laughs> and the thud that they made that sound with, I was like, that was the first time in the movie I was like, oh shit. Cause it was sounded like it fucking hurt. Like <laughs> that sounded like the worst thing ever. It was like boom. And she just goes, she drops onto the floor of the bumper cars. And then Cat Gooey <laughs> drives drives the car over her. It's so frustrating because if you <laughs> it makes no sense. if you did this pace the entire time, it would have been like it would have sucked, but it would have been fun. It would have been fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then that's what I'm saying. Like 20 minutes in, and you're doing you just crammed all the fun stuff in the last right. Spread that out, like. That dude, and that's so much carnival stuff. Like, and they didn't even touch half of it. Exactly. Like one, like the next one really stands out because Baby Ghoulie is like looking at a ride, like like the swings maybe, and he just unties some rope. Which like, why would this happen? Why would this be a thing? But he just unties a single rope, and then some a car. Full of two people goes flying out of the ride and explodes, crashes and explodes in the yeah, flames. But that's the thing. So like that's the best part. And I was like, why wouldn't that happen? You know, in the movie April Fool's Day, like things like this happen spread out yes. through the movie. So like that one scene, the bumper car scene should have happened. It should have been like a one-off incident. And people were like, wow, that was like a terrible thing that just happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like the dunk tank should have happened. Yeah, and yeah. Then like people start puzzling together like, hey, something's going wrong here. Like, yeah. what is it? And then realizes demons. Yeah. And also you can use, you can kill the carnival goers because when you're pretending that I'm supposed to care about Donna from the first scene, when they find her corpse now and they're like oh my god donna I'm like who the fuck is donna you don't need that shit no just kill bystanders yes and i'll get that yeah. but donna's like and then have like the the 
carnival workers team up to try to stop these guys. Yeah, it's so, so bizarre. It's really bizarre the way they do it. Like, you'd think any common sense would be like, we should probably put this throughout the movie because the rest of the movie's uh, nothing. Real, real fucking snoozer. Nigel talking. <laughs> Nigel. Or give Nigel more soliloquies. Actually, like, ramp you know up you're his right, fucking you're right, you're right, you're right. Maybe there wasn't enough. Um, Nigel shows up, speaking of, and he's like, we've tried guns, knives, and clubs. Now we need to try magic. I would have shot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, shut the fuck up. But he's also not wrong because it's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. They're not of this earth. They clearly, well, that doesn't make sense either. No, no I'd be okay with guns. And guess what? That's what they fucking kill him with. Anyway, <laughs> that's this is the way I'm going to get like lose my mind. What if he meant magic by like card tricks and just bamboozled them? <laughs> David they... Flame comes out and it's like, <laughs> so what card did you pick? <laughs> Cut open this orange. There's like a $50 bill in there. And just staring at him dead in the eyes as they're freaking out. <laughs> David, David Blaine's dumb stare, like, what? Sends them back to hell. They're <laughs> just like, no! How did you do that? Hey, watch me stick this fork through my hand. <laughs> so you saw there's nothing in this glass. Holy shit! Fucking squid! <laughs> he just barked up a squid. Do you watch the one of him catching a bullet in his mouth? No. That guy's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the one where he like stayed in a cage for like 40 days and they called that magic. <laughs> it's like a suspended cage up in New York City. Oh, he's so, he froze himself in ice too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Harden is like losing his shit. Like he's like, what the fuck? Like, because like it's chaos, carnival's ruined. You, there's a scene where like a grandpa and his daughter are like, I'm going to sue the guy that did this. Actually, first, what does he say? Like, first, I'm going to kill him. Then I'm going to sue him. <laughs> <laughs> and like Harden like puts on his glasses and like tries to, run yeah. tries to run away. And he runs into a bathroom. And we see baby Ghoulies hiding in the toilet. He, of course, sits on it. And the most unsatisfying murder I've ever seen because it's just him sitting on the toilet and then you just hear him go, ah, and that's it. It's literally it. You don't see anything. No blood, no nothing. <laughs> and it to pay us off, because obviously the first movie had the toilet picture on it <laughs> and everyone obviously wanted to see a ghoulie come out of a toilet. A ghoulie swims in the toilet in the first one, but never like toilet violence. <laughs> obviously, both people were like, why the fuck wouldn't they do that? It's on the cover. So then the second one, they were like, let's put it on the cover again. <laughs> and this time, oh, and then it felt like they were like, oh, shit, we should probably, like, give them that. <laughs> and so they included this, and it sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so not worth it. Don't don't even put it in if you're going to half-ass it like that. Do you remember our first artwork was based on Ghoulies, too? Uh, for our first podcast? Yeah. yeah I sure do. With Alf. A toilet. A toilet with... Uh, me coming out of the lid and Joe coming out of the bowl or something like that. Um, that was good artwork. That was good artwork. Yeah, I, it was a shame we can't like reuse it. I'm also like really young and skinny in it. <laughs> it's also a cartoon. The big round face cartoon is much more accurate to me now. <laughs> um, also, I have another question. Why is Harden trying to poop at a time like this? Hold it, dude. <laughs> You don't even honestly. It's like a flight or flight thing, like flight or 
fight or fight flight. or fight. Yeah. Like your body is not going to make you poop when you're scared to death and people are. Or poop. you're not going to go take like a leisurely poop. You're just <laughs> no. gonna go find a place. You're not come back, man, this is stressful. <laughs> yeah. Gotta take a stress. Poop. Bring the paper in. <laughs> <laughs> I just need some peace and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. So uh, after two and a half hours of ghoulies, including the first movie, we finally get the toilet scene. So thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> um, outside, the nephew and the girl, they get the book because they need to try their magic. So, of course, they figured that out. They draw a pentagram on the ground. Lionel starts doing the chant. Bat Ghoulie steals the book and places it in the Ferris wheel. <laughs> now... I subscribe to the philosophy, work hard, or work smart, not hard. Um, These bozos do not, because they're like, somebody's got to climb this Ferris wheel and get that book, and they fight about it, and then the girl does climb the Ferris wheel. Why wouldn't anyone just run it to the bottom? Exactly. (laughs) Because it is on. The lights are all on. It is functioning. The ghoulies have not destroyed anything because they're baby ghoulies. They they can barely kill a human without weapons. So... Just turn it on and grab the book. This girl risks her life to climb up a fucking Ferris wheel. Um, they finally get the little pocket guide to demons. Uh, the field guide of stupid idiot demons. <laughs> they read it. And Ghouly Dad pops out. It is, it's baby Ghouly. Big baby Ghouly. <laughs> baby Huey. Oh, I was thinking just big baby Jesus, but big baby Ghouly. Big baby ghoulie. I can't wait. <laughs> can't sing the rest of that song <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's about all you can get into that song. Oh, man. I love pussy. <laughs> Dirt dog. Uh, big baby ghoulie. Big, big baby ghoulie. He's like a dad. He's like a six foot tall go- baby ghoulie. And it sucks. <laughs> like at first I was like, that's awesome. And then I was like, now I, if I saw this when I was younger, which I did not I think I'd have a soft spot for it. I really do. Like, this is like right up my alley, USA up all night. Like mm-hmm. if I saw this dude, I am a hundred percent in on this movie. I think. Yeah. Cause you, you seem troll, right? Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> it's so stupid. There's like one scene at the end where she's in like another dimension. And there's a huge Jack. Troll. Yeah. It's there for like two seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's all I remember. Like, that seems awesome. Like, I still have a soft spot for that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think I would really like this if I saw it. I think I started saying something about that earlier. But, like, a lot of people that like this, I feel like it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people that like the movies we talk about, a lot of it, they're always like, I saw it when I was younger and I really like it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's why you like it. Like, that's why you don't revisit it. Yeah, and that's why, <laughs> just that's why we're those, here is to ruin everything. Yeah, just hold those memories. And we've ruined our, it for ourselves multi, time yeah. and time again. Yes. Time and time again, we've ruined our favorite movies. <laughs> but that's okay because, like, honestly, if we, it's better off. Because, like, thank God, like, I'm never going to be now be like, hey, James, my son, uh, let's watch, lep- uh, let's watch, uh, Let's watch Rumpelstiltskin. I loved this movie when I was a kid. It freaked me out. And then I put it on and he's like, what is the matter with you? Why did mom marry you? You're an idiot. You're a jerk. Um, yeah. So it, it's it's interesting that what nostalgia can do to a movie. Like you could still like it and stuff. And, um, and I still love Rumpelstiltskin. So that'll still probably occur. I'll still be like, this is really funny. 
That's why Ace Ventura 2 is my favorite comedy of all time. It's the best. <laughs> Me and you, no one agrees with us. No, I, and I will go to battle. For, I will. My too. brothers agree with that. Do they? Oh, fuck good, yeah. good. Thank God, because it is the best one. Paul, well, one time, one time, Paul was like, "One is so much better." And my brother Mike was so offended. I hate one. Well, I don't hate it, but I don't. No, one's I really good. Don't like it, I really don't. But like I like one, but two is far superior. But like way better. I can like talk about it for way hours. On that Ace Ventura level. Yeah, it's just pure nonsense. Yeah, it's pure. It's just Jim. Yeah, yelling yak into that guy's ear. Fucking <laughs> like it's like the premise of the movie is about bat shit. Like, yeah, that, that's exactly what it yeah, is. Like, that's insane. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Uh, so he's telling that guy to hit the lights, and he's rolling around on the floor. <laughs> the guy's not hitting the lights. How can anyone think that's not funny? <laughs> um, so Big Daddy Ghoulie's out. <laughs> I just want to watch Ace Ventura. Now. Uh, Big Baby Ghoulie's out. He uh, pops out and immediately just grabs Bat Ghoulie out of the air and f- stuffs him in his mouth and eats him. Yeah, eats the shit out of him. These scenes are actually pretty cool. When he eats Cat Ghoulie, I was honestly like, <laughs> "That's gr- that's kind of gross." Like, because he and so this thing's just walking around, finding. All- he's like sniffing the air and like he walks up, he sees Cat Ghoulie shooting guns. <laughs> I get like, oh, whatever. So he sees Cat Ghoulie shooting guns. And he just picks him up by the head and shoves him into his mouth yeah. and just eats him. He finds Dog Ghoulie, eats him. Who's eating dog ghoulie's eating popcorn and he eats dog ghoulie eating popcorn. <laughs> um and then he finds the rat ghoulie sitting on like the uh another one of those the big mallet test of strength that you Yeah. And the rat is sitting rat ghoulie is sitting on it, and the fucking big daddy ghoulie grabs the mallet and <laughs> smashes it over the head, dude. And it's got like guts and shit pouring out of its like ass. <laughs> It was gross. Like, it was, this was the movie I wanted to see. Like, this was crazy. I agree. And he eats that one, too. And then (laughs) it all takes a turn for the worse. So they have decided that magic is what kills the ghoulies. So they've risen this guy, which I don't understand. But they've risen this guy. (laughs) And they're like, they're like, we got to find the spell to, to get rid of him. And he's like, I'm trying. He says this. I'm trying. He's looking at the book. They hide in uh, Nigel's trailer. Big Baby Ghoulie is now, like, kind of pissed off, so he starts rocking the trailer. That's all he's doing. And they're like, whoa. Like, no one's really that scared. (laughs) And then they decide, Nephew's like, I've got an idea. And he starts making Molotov cocktails. And the girl's like, I thought you said it had to be magic that killed him. And he's like, I did, but maybe they're soft on the inside. (laughs) Sure. So, like, this is when I get furious. Like, <laughs> like my blood is boiling because I'm like, why did we just waste our time with this then? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, Also, what an assumption. What are you back? Dude, an insane assumption <laughs> because this thing just ate the ghoulies and killed them. Right. So, like, that clearly worked. So you need to figure out another goddamn spell to get rid of this big bastard and, and just be done with it. Like, you've done everything to these fucking things and they're not dead. Right. Why would you be like, they're soft on the inside? They look pretty soft on the outside also. They don't have exoskeletons. So squishy. <laughs> they're so soft and squishy. They're fucking rats and shit. They're animals. Why? Like, they're soft on the inside. So, like, it just wipes away everything that we just dealt with for, like, the last 15 minutes. Like, you could have killed the baby ghoulies if you'd just taken it. F- How does a gun not kill them? 
put the gun in their fucking mouth and blow their brains out. I don't know. Like, it's insane. <laughs> but they come up with a better idea. And by sticking a Molotov cocktail in a gorilla suit, a, in Nigel's little gorilla suit, and being like, we're going to make our own ghoulie. And he's calling them ghoulies now, which... TM. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, right. Don't mess with the brand. Um, so he puts it in there, and the idiot ghoulie eats it and explodes like a nuclear bomb went off inside of him. <laughs> so they are soft on the inside. They are very soft on the inside and explosive, I guess, because a Waldorf cocktail would not explode like that. Um, also, can you imagine, like, being that confused about stuff you eat. Like, this thing is only eating little ghoulies, and then he sees this thing, and the fire's hanging out of its eyes. Like, that would be like some... a great way to put it. Like, that would be somebody, like, if somebody took a condom and stuffed it with poison and was like, here's a banana, Sean. And I was like, well, all right. (laughs) And just ate it. Like, what the fuck? Like, it was a gorilla suit. And the thing's sniffing the air, so he knows, like, what it smells like, you know? Yeah. And there's one alive. (laughs) There's one still living if you forgot to keep track. Yeah. So that's it. It's over. <laughs> They're soft on the inside and a Molotov cocktail killed them. Um, we get a flash forward. Our girl, our ladies, she's leaving with a nephew. And this woman that she's talking to in this scene acts like she's been in the movie the entire time. <laughs> They act like they have this mother-daughter relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's the weirdest thing. And she's like, come with us. Come with us. We're leaving. Come with us. And she's like, oh, nothing I can do but slang these old bones around. <laughs> it's like honestly kind of a depressing scene. Like this woman's stuck as a cardiac like the rest of her life. Um, yeah, so she's leaving with nephew. Uh, the kids drive away. Nigel standing there talking to no one. Just talking to himself, and he's like, "Partying is such sweet sorrow that I ought oh, to hell with it." Goodbye, you two. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking worst thing ever. Um, camera pans out. We see them drive away, and we see the toilet trailer where Hardin was killed, and we hear a final baby ghoulie laugh. Yeah, baby ghoulie lives. Well, they all live. And they all go to college. They do, and not based on anything that happened, too. Because they're, they're summoned through the toilet. Yeah. That is the movie. You're right. Three is, like, the most. Three, three should have been one. They saw off the limb that they're sitting in. Three should have been one. Yeah. And then they should have just gotten more outrageous from there. <laughs> like, honestly. Agreed. Like... So you know what this means, though? What? We have to do Ghoulies Four. 4. Yeah. Dude, I saw the cover, and it looks so bad, but I think it's returning to the one. Sean, stop it. It's going to suck. No, I know. No, no, Oh, no. you saw okay. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think they're coming back to the story, because there was, like, somebody with S- a sword on the cover. Skipping part three's timeline? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's timeline. And going back, because... Didn't Ghoulies like take place with a guy with this? I don't know, man. Ghoulies is like one of the most confusing <laughs> timelines of movie history. Like, it's I'm so looking weird. up Ghoulies for right now. Look up the cover. Like, I'm pretty sure there's like. I a... thought you were just gonna say Ghoulies Four is the one that we all remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's Ghoulies Go to College. I think it's this one. <laughs> oh my God, Ghoulies Four is not Ghoulies. What do you mean? Oh, it's directed by the guy that made Chopping Mall. 
Um, do you see what the ghoulies look like? It's not ghoulies. No, this is the only picture that I'm looking at right now. <laughs> some, some some busty some lady. busty gal. Uh, <laughs> the second picture, dude. Ghoulies four is like little people in outfits. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. I've seen ghoulies. Wait a minute. Why have I seen ghoulies four? <laughs> I'm dude, I I'm having like this major major I might be thinking of He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Masters of the Universe? Yeah, remember the little person in Masters of the Universe who's like I think of Willow? No, I'm not thinking of Willow. I fucking hate Willow. The, Ghoulies 4 is giving me some weird throwbacks cuz whatever. I'm I'm not going to get into it. All right. That's this episode. Thank you all for listening. Uh we're at Salem Horror Fest Live October 14th. I there's a chance Joe might make it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so come on out. $20 at SalemHorror.com to buy your tickets. Um, and store.ihatehorror.com to buy your merch. We got shirts still. We got hats. Not a lot of either. So make sure you get your orders in if you want them. They're really cool. Uh, merch. Or no. Picks. Next picks. Next picks. Um... Well, Joe, we've got a couple uh, choice ones here. Jeremy Roberts has a few picks here. He has The Mutilator. The one with the hook on the cover? I believe so. Sold. Deadly Friend. Wes Craven? Yes. That's the one we saw the trailer for, right? At Connecticut Cult Classics. Is it? Yeah, because I was like, it was weird. Yeah. Um, and then 2000 Maniacs, Horsch- Herschel Gordon Lewis, is his mm. name? Or the remake. No, it's the original, 64. Let's do one of the first. I kind of want to do Mutilator. Okay. Got to do Mutilator, yeah, just based on the name. Mutilator it is. All right, so that's the end of the episode. Uh, Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror, I Hate Horror.com. I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show, Snapchat and Instagram at I Hate Horror. Matt Jovi, 421, Boognish, 1985, and Horror Show Joe. That's it, guys. So we'll see you next week for Mutilator. Yeah. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios.